Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jeff Colvin on the line, and he is the principal over at D3 Strategy. Jeff, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Adam. Glad to be here. Appreciate the opportunity. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at D3 Strategy, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, you know, it's an age-old question. What do you want to do when you grow up? And uh, I thought a lot about that, mostly now looking backwards. <clears throat> and when I got to my uh, college career, I actually wanted to be a double major. Uh, a little bit of a joke here, but I wanted to be pre-med slash rock and roll star. Well, <laughs> both those uh, were really difficult for me to actually pursue. And so as I uh, fill in some of the blanks today, I will actually share with you at the end how I've achieved both of those. But for the moment, uh, I did achieve a bachelor's degree in science, and I went on and got an MBA, and frankly, uh, had to join the real world. And that's when I got started actually in a role as a supervisor in the chip industry here in Silicon Valley. And uh, in this case, uh, it was actually a different kind of chip industry, a company where you could actually eat your mistakes. So uh, if you're not following, uh, the company was actually Frito-Lay. And I was supervising a union shop for the corn chips and the tortilla chip line. And that's where I really learned hard knocks, what it's really like to be an early stage manager. And so after about a year of that, I realized, gee, that's going to be a long run, not exactly what I wanted to be doing with my MBA. So I moved into a exploration of the field of management consulting. Well, that's a very broad-based uh, mm -hmm. world to look into, and I was incredibly fortunate uh, to get hired by a startup firm here in Silicon Valley where I was the second person hired. And... Uh, we got to work with some of the early stage startups in Silicon Valley, plus some of the well-established companies. I actually was uh, consulting at Apple Computer when it was Apple Computer many years ago, and other uh, major companies here in the Valley, from Hewlett Packard to uh, Memorex and to many other uh, companies that have grown and some that are no longer here. And so the last part of my uh, kind of background was using that base of management consulting and really learn how companies actually grow or are challenged to grow. And that allowed me to ultimately spin off after 10 years working for this management consulting company and becoming a partner to start my own management consulting company. And so that's ultimately what got me going in my own entrepreneurial base and uh, from there started working with universities like Stanford University here in California, and now currently with Duke University out in North Carolina. Wow, that's uh, quite a background, and what I like about it is that it's like all of us, right, in our entrepreneurial journey or even our professional lives, um, we always have these zigs and zags and uh, take us to different um, different companies, different things we're doing. Like you said, you were you were you were first working at a chip company that you could uh, that the chips that you could eat. I'm I'm loving it. Um, so. That being said, 
there's some, you know, let's say new college grads or maybe they're out there and they're maybe a year or two out of college and they're still trying to find their path. Obviously, hindsight being 2020 now, you're more mature in your career and in business. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that new college grad on going out there and pursuing their career? Well, Adam, it's my favorite uh, term that I use with my own life, and I certainly would advise anyone uh, who's just getting started in the business world. And it's simply willing to explore. Uh, you certainly can't know what's next until you take the first step. And maybe it's two or three or four steps and you keep going, or maybe it's after the second step and you realize that's no longer uh, appropriate or a passion for you. So <clears throat> for me, I would like to advise people to always explore at least uh, a opportunity to expand their uh, particular approach or vehicle to achieve success and at the same time uh, learn while doing. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into uh, what you're doing over at D3 Strategy. So first, tell, me, tell us a little bit more about the business, please. Well, certainly. Uh, D3 Strategy, uh, you might ask, what does the D3 stand for? Uh, frankly, it's design, develop, and deliver. And if you think how simple that is, it's really critical. Rather than coming into any organization and just having the answer, you have to design what's actually going to be needed in terms of serving their particular issues, in terms of achieving a new product introduction, uh, addressing a customer issue, driving some kind of cost reduction or revenue, but designing and then developing. And the development has to come concurrently with the individuals who actually work in that organization, so it becomes a tandem event. And ultimately, the delivery is making sure that the actual execution occurs and that the results are achieved. And so design, develop, deliver strategy is ultimately what every organization should be about. So, I, and I know you've worked with a lot of companies. You have a lot of experience. And I know that every company is going to vary depending on size of company, background, a lot of different things, obviously, market they're in. Um, what, but I also know that themes do arise. What kind of uh, themes do you find of common mistakes some companies are making prior to working with uh, D3 strategy? Well, you know, in uh, the early stage of assessment for any organization, we do a lot of surveying and try to find out where the challenges are coming from. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, from large to small, independent of industry, the word communication will always come up. Mm. And so, granted, there are technical problems, but uh, I've found clearly asking the question many, many uh, times in many different organizations, mm -hmm. the major challenge is people, not technical. And so when we talk about communication, it really has to be translated to clearly what is the strategy and how does that impact me? How do I connect with my colleagues to assure they're aligned in terms of their role and responsibilities? How do I manage my suppliers and my stakeholders to assure that they're clear on the requirements and the ability to actually align with the execution? So all this really comes down to a, a simple word, communication, but a very challenging approach to what is that and how do you get people aligned mostly from a team and leadership standpoint, which is really the focus of, of D3 strategy, to find out where those breakdowns are from the people standpoint more than the technical. I love that. And, you, I mean, the way you make it sound, you make it sound simple, but let's be, let's be honest here. Communication is hard, right? Like there's, especially the more layers you add in an organization. Well, certainly, and that's why much of what I do, either from a training or a customized workshop standpoint, is to provide people with the tools and process for how to communicate better. You know, everyone gets frustrated with 
day-to-day work. Uh, in fact, I'm working on some articles on how to manage your boss, and your boss is not only your immediate supervisor, but any of your stakeholders. And frankly, even outside of your work, your boss might be your spouse or significant other. But the reality here is how do you manage them? And so it's not just communication. It's understanding who they are from a personal standpoint, what their requirements or issues are, and more importantly, how do you approach them with a collaborative mindset, which is, again, today critical for any kind of teaming or even one-to-one connection. I love it. Um, So, Jeff, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on D3 strategy or to connect them, what's the best way for them to reach out? Well, certainly. I would very much like to, again, explore with you, just like I like to explore any opportunities. And so D3 Strategy has a website, just D3Strategy, all one word, dot com. Uh, but more importantly, you might want to look on my LinkedIn website, which you can just Google LinkedIn Jeff Colvin and the word Stanford, because there are a lot of Jeff Colvins, I was surprised, but LinkedIn Jeff Colvin Stanford will get you to my LinkedIn web. And the first statement on that particular LinkedIn site says, how can I help you? And so that's really an open exploration request, and I'd encourage you to go there. You can also call me directly. An old-fashioned way is just reaching me by phone. I appreciate the podcast and any two-way conversations, 408-353-2805. It's in the heart of Silicon Valley, and be glad to talk to anyone about uh, how we can serve you, your team, and your organization. Awesome. Well, hey, Jeff, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great things you're doing over at D3 Strategy. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Jeff, thanks again for coming on the show. 